If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Star Wars Minute. It's your daily podcast in which we analyze, we scrutinize, and we celebrate solo a Star Wars story one minute at a time. I'm Alex Robinson from alexrobinson.fun. I'm Pete the Retailer from petetheretailer.fun. And I am Ella, and I'm not telling you where I'm from. Hmm. Hmm, Mysterious. Welcome Mm. back, Ella. Thank you. Today we're talking about Minute 127 of Solo, a Star Wars story. Uh, Minute 127 starts off with Chewbacca the Wookiee grunting as Han puts the Falcon into hyperspace. And it ends a minute later with the uh, credits for casting agent Nicole Abayera Hallman. That's right. We hit the credits. We've made it through the, we've broken through the credits, Barry. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just want to say thank you so much for having me in these final minutes of the film. I know I'm not your last guest, but I am the last guest that gets to talk about any actual footage from the film. And Mm so uh, I appreciate that. It just feels like a position of honor. And, you know, a lot of people see the credits as like, oh, I'm stuck talking about the credits. But to us, it's a vote of confidence because it means we know the guest is capable of having a conversation without necessarily a lot of material. So (laughs) extra bonus points to you. It's like. It's like the aforementioned Wild Draw 4. Like, you can talk about anything from the whole movie. That's right. Well, just on that tip, I just want to ask, I'm going to I'm gonna stick to this minute for now, and then we can talk about the rest of the movie, but I noticed that you described what Chewie does as grunting. Mm-hmm. Is that your, uh, is that just, I, I've, I've... You don't like it? I don't really like it, no. I'm going to challenge you on, I would say growl. Growl? Okay. Hmm. Or says, you know, it's his, hmm. it's his language. Says. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, that's true. You're right. I am being yeah. uh, speciesist by assuming that if if I can't understand it, it's just grunting. But yes. Hmm. To be fair, that's how I. Anyway, yes. Uh, point taken, and I will have, update it. Uh, Chewy right. uh, eloquently I, s- <laughs> saying something as Han puts the Falcon <laughs> into right. Yeah. I mean, I know it's been ten years, but have you been calling it grunting this whole time? <laughs> You know, I don't really, I don't really refer to his dialogue very often. We usually say, what well, we usually are speculating what is Chewie saying. So I guess in this sense, I'm saying, I don't say what is Chewie growling about. Or... I feel like if closed captioning was on, it would say vocalizes, like, like Chewbacca okay. vocalizes. Yeah. <laughs> Could be. Although I, that's. Uh, howls. Sometimes he howls, but that's more. Howls. Growls, howls. Yeah. Well, what do you think he's saying there? 
I'll turn the tables on you. What do you think he's saying there in that situation? I mean, it's the reaction shot. So at the end of the last minute, we heard Han said, you know, I've never steered you wrong. Yeah. And this is the reaction shot. And I think, yeah, uh, I think he's kind of, you know, at this point, they know each other well enough. I think they rib each other quite a quite a bit. And mm-hmm. so I imagine he's he's dishing something back to Han. He's being something sassy. It's a little sass. Yeah. You could say like Chewy it. retorts, like this minute starts mm. with Chewy retorting. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, one thing we do, the first note I had is uh, we get to see the reminder of the iconic dice, the Han Solo dice uh, that we uh, were th- was a thing in this movie. Yeah. And uh, I wrote the dice. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> was it the first shot also? Was the first shot the dice and the last no, shot the dice? It was pretty Very early, close to the first shot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, yes. I'm looking at an update. I'm, I'm, I, I put closed captioning on and I put on some later scenes. And for Chewbacca says something and it said growls in, in parentheses. Uh-huh. Um, and then, uh, yeah, growling. So, so growling is the growling. Um, I don't know if that's that much better. Although I did, I, I I realized that at the end of the last minute we were talking about making a mattress out of Chewie's hair, and now I'm like defending his yeah. <laughs> his dialect. Yeah. Well, volunt, volunt, he it was hair given up voluntarily, like those people who cut their hair right. for people who need wigs. So I just like like Tobias Beckett. Uh, I yeah. skipped to the end, and and it 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 definitely says, "When have I ever steered you wrong?" And Chewbacca, it says, "Growls" in in parentheses. Growls. So, growls. Yeah. Right. Get out of well, here so with that grunt nonsense. Hmm. We don't know if that means every time he talks, he's growling because he could just be going like, Err. you know what I mean? Yeah. Humans mm-hmm. also growl sometimes right. or grunt or howl or make those kind of noises. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not conclusive. Uh, I think I would way. growl in response to when have I ever steered you wrong from Hansolo. Mm. <laughs> what is Marge Simpson? Is that does her thing a growl? What is her like? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Now I, I wanted to it, Han and Chewie push the levers together to 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 launch the Falcon into hyperspace. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hand over hand together. Yes. Now when Sweet. we we went, not Alex, not you, um, but Ella, when we went to Galaxy's Edge. Now I was too afraid to fly the Falcon because I am I am a notoriously a scaredy cat. And I was, I think, an engineer, and I hid my head uh, under the table most of the time and just pressed a button or something like that. Um, <laughs> but you, well, I don't think you flew it the first time. I think you, we went back in with our friend Ralph, and that time you got to fly it, I, I do believe. remember flying it, yes. Yeah. What and was it like? It was the greatest experience of my life, Alex. <laughs> Quite frankly, <laughs> when have you ever steered me wrong? I yeah. remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> when have I ever steered? <laughs> so it's like one of those uh, flight simulators, right? Where the thing yeah. goes side to side and everything. And so, you've got okay. a big screen that makes yeah. it look like you're. Okay. Yeah. Sounds cool. I th- what stands out? I mean, I remember walking around before we actually got on the ride, like the like just being inside the Falcon. I think that was that was what felt memorable to me. The actual mm-hmm. like game right. ride part of it was yeah short <laughs> and if they were smart short if disney was smart 
they would just build a hotel where every floor was like the Falcon and you stayed in the Falcon like for the yes. night. Wouldn't that they be cool? Though? That. They mm. must have that. They don't the have whole, that. It would just be like a, you know, a 50 story hotel and each floor is a Millennium Falcon. Mm. Yes. Take totally. my money. Take my money. <laughs> <laughs> Someday. Well, no, they got to make everybody believe that it's unique, right? So there, it's like, it's like Galaxy's Edge where you see the Falcon, you go through a little yeah. tunnel. And then it takes you out right. into what you think is the Falcon that's out there, but it's not really. It's off somewhere yeah. else. Right. Yeah. One of well, six I guess you... flight simulators or something. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> you couldn't have windows then. Would that be no. too claustrophobic? Would people want to stay in a hotel that does not have and any that's windows? What the, I think the, yeah. the Galactic Star Cruiser doesn't have windows. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You're right. Um, it would be an option where if you wanted to break the illusion for you could open right. up like a porthole and look you out. Have to, you have to throw yeah. a rock. <laughs> <laughs> Our uh, our four year old. What's his? Does he have a Star Wars minute name? I'm sorry. Uh, he's R four. I've been listening. What? R four. R four. So he uh, he when when Han does that at the very beginning of the film, he he says like, "I'm holding a thermal detonator." Oh. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, "It's it's 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 not really a thermal detonator. It's a rock." And he was like, "How do you know it's not really a thermal detonator?" And I was like, mm. "Wow, <laughs> gotcha there." <laughs> But then later there is like a thermal detonation. And so I was like, that's a thermal detonator. <laughs> mm. He's like, no, that's a rock. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, that's because then it's funny because at the end, when he saw the, the Crimson Dawn insignia, uh, I think it was on the ring when. No, when, someone drew it. Right. But then, the but then when, it's also on the ring yeah. that she takes off of yeah. uh, Dryden Voss's finger. And he leaned over to me and he was like, that also looks like a thermal detonator. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, mm, boy, he's got a fixation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then, so the music, this is something that, that bothers me. We should, uh, we should get, uh, I want to retroactively go, I want to go forward in time and listen to Chris Anthony's episode um, about this episode on Star Wars Music Minute about this, because... I feel like half the time, maybe the music swell into the main theme that like did it, did it, did it, did it, like half the time it's bad and half the time it's good. It's great. Half the time it's amazing. Well, like, wait, what, what do you mean by it's bad? Well, it just doesn't work. It seems like just like it's, it's a, it's the, it's disjointed mm. forced. in that uh, forced, like <laughs> obviously Star Wars. Great. Phantom Menace. Great. Like if it's going from like a celebration um, I think Phantom Menace is great, right? From August Great Municipal Band into Yeah, I, I think know, that the, one's good. The but and you know, Empire, like that mm-hmm. that, you know, and and uh Jedi originally, I'm not sure about the this is just me sounding like the things that I liked when I was a kid are good, but no, there's other examples. Um of I think some of the recent ones did it a lot better, but here it just seems kind of like suddenly it's like they're showing them flying and then they throw in a little bit of like the Millennium Falcon music for like two set, like not even a full bar almost. And then it's mm-hmm. just like, you know, like, you know, right into the, right into the main theme. It's like they're running short on time and they just had to like get it all out there. And it, it doesn't, it seems disjointed to me. I want to, um, maybe for swim, we, we can do it one time. I want you to watch the transition in all 11 mm. movies. And you rank the the best transition into the closing theme versus okay. the worst transition. I should do it. Sounds I like this is going to be towards the bottom. I'll, I'll I'll be doing it while I'm. Yeah, 
on the air. Yeah. 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 Okay. We'll get Chrysanthi on for that too. Yeah, Perfect. definitely. Explain it yeah. for me. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um. But uh, yeah, then we get in, we go into the credits. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the credits. Uh, my first one is that the uh, oh ex- executive producers, Lord and Miller. Oh, which I guess makes sense because they did a lot of the pre-production stuff, and so that's a good credit for them. Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, interesting, interesting setup for that. I I assume that was some kind of contractual. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, know, again, they did, they did, they did, they did floor. a lot of the pre-production stuff, and they actually got yeah. to filming, so they did work that was. I think, I think, an uh, executive producer credit is fine for that for what they did. Uh, my next note is that the uh, director of photography credit was too dark. I couldn't read it. <laughs> wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I go into a couple of, uh, well, I found, um, let's see, I got, we've got one, I think one, uh, member of the Peter Club. Remember during the credits, I like to point out all the Peters, all the Pete's, mm-hmm. Peters, Pedros, Pietros. There's one. There's one. Pietro here. We got a Pietro. Uh, ah. But before that, before that, production designer Neil Lamont, who is the son of famed production designer Peter Lamont, so <laughs> son of a Peter. Um, he could be Peter Peter Neil Lamont. That's true. Maybe just, yeah. just his professional name has to be different. Yeah. Ah. But uh, but I think that's probably what what the situation is with that. Um, Neil Lamont worked in the it worked started out working for his father on on um, movies in the eighties. He was in worked in the art department on Return of the Jedi, License to Kill, the James Bond movie. Worked his way up to a production designer and supervising art director on. Uh, he was production designer on this and Rogue One. Um, and also Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. Uh, supervising art director. Have you guys on... seen those? Harry, you guys are Harry Potter, uh, a fa- Harry Potter family. Have you seen those terrific beasts? No. 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 Yeah. So no it's like either. the Hobbit movie. It's like, why bother? <laughs> Got it. Um, supervising art director on all the Harry Potter movies. The, the, the real ones. Um, Golden Eye, The World is Not Enough. Um and the Avengers, not the not Marvel's the Avengers, um, the Ray Fiennes, Thurman, Zuma Thurman, Ray Fiennes. yeah, 
um, which I, I do like that movie. I need to revisit it, but I remember liking that movie. Need to revisit it? I need <laughs> to revisit it. Um, I think it was one of those ones that was just, it wasn't what people were expecting. It was out of its time. Like, this has nothing to do with Captain America. Why are there... Well, no, that was... Nonsense. Um, now we get to Pietro. Pietro Scalia. Pietro Scalia. Um, film editor. And he is one of the renowned film editors left. He's like a celluloid, like, film cutter now. Like, a lot of the... Old school editors working or or all avid and and you know experts and you know premiere or whatever, um, but uh, Pietro's a film guy. He edited this, also edited Morbius, and uh, and the movie American Gangster, which Ellie, your dad was in that movie. That's true, he was. <laughs> Do you think they met? No. <laughs> <laughs> Great story. Yeah, sorry. Go. I mean, yes, he used to come over to our house all the time. Oh, man. It's me, Pietro. I told. <laughs> Crazy. He would cook for us. Um, <laughs> well, let me also then add, I'm going to jump ahead. I had another note in between, but I'm also going to jump ahead to the costume designers. I had a question in between. Wait, okay. let, let me. Go, please Because the, these tie in and then we'll go okay. back to the <laughs> costume designers. Um, Glenn Dillon who we've seen because Glenn Dillon also worked on Solo and Rogue One and Force Awakens and Rise of Skywalker. So um, Glenn Dillon is one of the kind of, you know, in-house costume designers. And David Crossman. Um, Mr. Show. Who did not, I don't think, work <laughs> on the other Star Wars. Maybe I'm wrong. But also, so the, there's a thematic thing. Also worked on The World Is Not Enough. Uh, and Harry Potter 2, 3, and 4. And American Gangster. What? Hmm. So now that guy, my dad definitely met, and he definitely was could be the costume designer. <laughs> what was cooking like? Yeah, it was. I mean, <laughs> he didn't cook for us, but he did like make my Halloween costumes for several years. Oh, that's or cool. at least design them and then hand them off, <laughs> pawn them off on assistants. I'm sure yeah, for the actual right. construction of the. Yeah. Now, so in between, you said you had a question. Oh, my question was about um, the score being composed and adapted by the same guy. That was my middle note. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Let's we talk go. about that. <laughs> and again, Chrysanthi would probably have a lot to tell us about this, but <laughs> we talked about it when we were on Chrysanthi's show, but now I can't. You did talk about it. So mm -hmm. what does that mean that it was that he composed and adapted it? Like he composed it and then... I think the adaptation was like he used some of John Williams's right. stuff. I see. I see. Sprinkle in amongst his original stuff. I see. Because so. the yeah, Han Solo theme and original Star Wars music by John Williams and then the score was composed and adapted by John Powell. So uh, chunks of it, so he you know, adapted like the, some of that original Star he adapted Wars music the, to fit into, you know, that or no, wait, so John Williams just did like a new theme for this movie, like I a think, solo, a Star Wars story theme. And then John yeah. Powell came in and wrote everything else and adapted. Right. The classics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Got it. How many tunes, like, do you think, I, it's really incredible that John Williams, I mean, I, I guess he recently announced his retirement, but like. I feel like, but that's been going on for forever. He's like Motley Crue. <laughs> He's never really going to retire. <laughs> One of many ways John Williams is like Motley Crue. Yeah. <laughs> Tapes I listen to a lot in my car. <laughs> um, <It's> Jeopardy. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think it could be the kind of thing where he'll. You know, they're like, hey, we need a special theme for this 
person maybe yeah. he'll do that you know but he won't yeah. do like it'll, it'll be like that's where he won't do the full score but he'll be like oh hey we got the but do you think he like is like oh yeah i'll do it and then sits down and write a thing or does he just go through his files and be like ah oh, this is something i didn't use and it's i can make it sound kind of star warsy you know what I mean? he must I have so he- much stuff i think they just they're like johnny we need a uh we need a theme for han solo and he's like all right got it all right that's it he just does it over the phone yeah and they, they, like they record it a, uh, he might get a like composed and adapted by credit if he if he pulled something that he had written for something else but didn't use right mm. yeah like like there must well, be some kind of intellectual property even though he's john williams well yeah. only if he did right well, if he wrote it for that, if he wrote it but didn't use it for anything, then it's just sitting in his draft so he can use it for whatever. Maybe. If he wrote it for something else, if he got paid <laughs> to write it for something and else and they didn't Williams use it, contract. then... No. <laughs> I think it's about who was paying for his time when he wrote it. Hmm. Uh, well, all my notes have to do with director Ron Howard. <laughs> ah, all right. good. Let's talk about Ron Howard. <laughs> I, I just wanted to throw in one more technical... Oh, go ahead. Uh, yes, yes. The, you the, another Pete? special creature effects neil scanlon who i believe to be a wizard because he he wowed us in person at not not a, a not on like a one-to-one seminar but like he wowed us in person at, at star wars celebration that one year that he made me believe in magic again in the magic of of effects mm-hmm. that he when he held up the uh six eyes argus six eyes panox mask and the eyes were moving and he was holding it in front of me and i could have sworn it was cg in the movie and then i saw him holding Aww. it in front of him and it was moving and everything, and it was like it it, it defied my uh, my my understanding of reality. So that's did so special. He, did I he work on Harry say, Potter? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's no, right. I you thought we were going to go back to Lando's like uh, wrist shooter, card shooter, mm. web slinger. That like that was the effect that blew your no, mind. No, no, no. It was he, he like you believe in magic again. <laughs> held up a, a mask, you know, a, a low threshold kind of hell. <laughs> appliance mask kind of a thing that could be worn on somebody's head and it was okay. in the movie i swore it was cg because all the had yeah. you know, a bunch of eyes yeah. moving around and but then we saw him just hold it out in front of him and it's all automated and computerized and he moved it around and the eyes move That's as awesome. it goes and and it was it was amazing so hats off What's to neil scanlon name? neil scanlon what? neil scanley scanlon <laughs> So, director Ron Howard. Ron we all know, we all Howard. know and love director Ron Howard. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, do you, okay, so on IMDb, he basically has three big categories producer, mm-hmm. director, and actor. Which of these mm-hmm. do you think he has the most credits in? Hmm. Producer, director, or actor? I say actor. You're saying actors. I feel like he'd wor- wiggle his way into like oh. anything he was producing or directing. He'd make a little cameo here. But he, yeah, but he also, I mean, yes. And he also was acting from the age of like five to he didn't start directing until his, you know, 30s, maybe or 40s. So mm-hmm. very popular child of, actor. Yeah. So I'm, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll support my wife here and say acting. Wrong, wrong, mm. wrong. Shoot. Uh, acting, uh, he had 88 okay. acting. Directing, directing. No, 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 producing. My first thought was producing. <laughs> See, I'm kind of a cheater. <laughs> so you're re- re- revealing yourself. If only you had this little green silob. <laughs> he had, he has 44 directing credits hmm. on um, IMDb. Of course, not all those are movies. A lot of those are, he did a lot of television as mm-hmm. he was kind of learning his chops. 
44 directing, 88 acting, twice as many acting roles as, uh, but both of these are dwarfed by his 117 producing credits. Wow. And, you know, obviously, you, you know, you know, the big ones, rest of development, although I guess he probably yeah. acted in that and mm. probably even maybe directed one. But uh, like he directed like the Burbs, the Doors, that uh, Oliver Stone Doors movie. I mean, he produced uh, Beyond the Mat. Oh. You like uh, mm-hmm. you like that one, Pete, mm-hmm. and uh, the show Felicity tying <laughs> into Star Wars because she'll <laughs> she'll appear in the next one. Um, acting credits, we all know we've seen him in dozens of things from the time he was a child. Four things, eighty-eight things, eighty-eight. Well, we didn't see him. Have you seen every well, single one? Do you think there's anyone who's seen <laughs> every seen single, every single episode of every single show <laughs> he's ever been on? <laughs> probably Clint Howard has probably seen all of the things that Ron Howard did. <laughs> Ron Howard makes him watch them yeah. all. That just uh, well, I, I looked up his credits on Happy Days and it said he played Richie Cunningham and assistant DA Cecil Cunningham. Hmm. What? <laughs> and uh, apparently there was a flashback episode talking about like, it's called the Roaring Twenties. And I'm guessing hmm. everyone in the show was playing a 20s version of, you know, right. their characters. So uh, Cecil hmm. Cunningham, assist, cool. uh, assistant DA Cecil Cunningham. Wow. Or uh, Cecil. Could be Cecil. Cecil also, mm-hmm. yes. They probably uh, say it in the episode, but we'll say. And I know you guys are both uh, Music Man uh, fans. Sure, so, yeah. Uh, fans. The, the music Man fans. Um, I, yeah. Well, in, in high school, I uh, played Winthrop in the Music Man, and I had to... Wow. I studied Ron Howard's uh, role as Winthrop in the Music Man uh, for the part. Fascinating. Were you told to do this, or did you just... Is this just your acting... I think everybody was like, like go approach. watch the movie so you know what to do because we were all 14 <laughs> okay. and, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, and because you've brought him up already, my dad also played Winthrop. It was his first role and he became an actor mm-hmm. <laughs> after, wow. uh, after that. <laughs> and he that's never when stopped Neil, acting. <laughs> Neil Scanlon was like, that kid's going to become a star. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, you know. <laughs> Uh, and directing, of course, we all know uh, movies, but I forgot he did like Cocoon. I forgot right. that that was a Ron Howard. Oh. I've never seen Cocoon, but I've hmm. heard, I heard good things about it back in the day. I wonder if it's still, uh, yeah. did it's you see still, it, uh, I saw it in the theater, but probably oh, not hmm. since then. Um, and of course, eight days a week, the Beatles documentary, wrong show, mm-hmm. Frost Nixon, <laughs> my personal favorite of mm-hmm. the Ron Howard, um, and uh, he also did not, what his first movie, I think, was Night Shift, or that was his first hmm. big movie. Do you guys ever see Night Shift? No, I know about it. But... Uh, Henry Winkler is the main, Michael Keaton and Henry Winkler are the two main guys. And it mm-hmm. uh, also has Cheers alum Shelley Long in it. Hmm. So tying in with Woody Harrelson being in, uh, right. in this particular film. Hmm. Uh, he is currently the only surviving cast member of the Andy Griffith show. Uh. For a second, mm-hmm. I was like, Dude, they can't be, can't be happy days. <laughs> Potsy's running for governor or something. And, and, yeah, you know, uh, and uh, Fonzie's on um, Barry. Um, of Andy Griffith's show. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it was, yeah. show was 70 years ago or something. Yeah. So. It's I never as long, long ago as I think it is yeah. because it was a late black and white. Like it was concurrent yes. with some other things that seem more modern and it was an old timey kind of vibe, but yeah um a bit of trivia what do uh, ron howard has a bunch of children what i'm trying to think of the best way to phrase this as a question but uh they all have a certain thing in common with their names 
Do you want to take a guess as to the... They I, all rhyme with Ron. Oh, that would be awesome. Mm. <laughs> like Don, Lon. Bon. Lon? <laughs> <laughs> Alphabetically, it just goes Bon, Con, right. Don, Fawn, Gone. Uh, um, no. I, Go, you I, guess I, yeah, I think are there... I think their middle names are all locations. Is that yes? You're getting closer. Their Some... first names all start with R H. Were there like Rhonda, Ronald, <laughs> Ronaldo? <laughs> they are all named after the places they were conceived. Oh, oh! Come on, Ron Howard. You're a fam- you're a, a family director. You want to. <laughs> Anyway. That's unfortunate. Mm. <laughs> and they're all different. Now when you, now when you see Bryce <laughs> Dallas Howard, you're going to be like, right. oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I get it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's um, like, oh, here comes uh, uh, Johnny Rest Stop Howard or something like some, you know, like weird, like. <laughs> Dear. Um, he is famous. <laughs> Yeah, that's very happy days though. Yeah. <laughs> to be, yeah. Or American Graffiti. Yeah. On a set um, of Happy Days, Howard. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how many kids does he have? And what are all of their middle names? Oh, I couldn't tell you that. Oh, come to, on. I, I don't have that information handy. Hang on, I'll, I'll start up. to look I'll, it up while while you while continue. I ask the next question. He's famous, of course, for including Clint Howard in all of his films. Or not I don't know for all his films, maybe. Um and but his father was also an actor and his father also appeared in several ron howard movies who do you think has appeared in more ron howard movies clint howard his brother or rance howard his father clint howard versus rance howard who's been in more ron howard films rance 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 Rance. I was trying to think of some joke of what, how he got that name. Like that was where he was. <laughs> he like don't even know what a rance Bowl is. Bowl of ranch dressing, Howard. <laughs> Rancid. Yeah. I fetid. Yes. Um, I I don't I can't think about that because I was looking up the answer to the other thing. And what do you rance, got? What are the names? Rance. Rance. It's easier to rope your brother into things than Clint Howard was in 16 Ron Howard films. Rance Howard was in 15 Ron Howard. Oh. Ah. So Solo <laughs> broke the tie. Solo broke Hang the tie. On. And now he is in more uh films. So uh I was close. Um, and I'm sure it'll be like uh, you know, Joe DiMaggio, like no one will ever break that record of being in Ron Howard films because yeah. right. the, you know, probably more behind than they're ahead of us if you know. Sadly, but uh, anyway, Pete, please give us the names of where all Ron Howard's children were conceived. <laughs> well, I'll start. Okay, okay, here we go. Um, four children: Bryce Dallas, Jocelyn, then twins: Jocelyn Carlisle and Paige Carlisle. Carlisle Hotel. Okay, I saw that. And that I do remember when I was looking it up. So. Uh, their son Reed Cross. Hmm. Cross. That sounds s- sacrilegious. <laughs> <laughs> They're now, into some really weird stuff yeah. in their Howard household. This is the their mother is Ron Howard married his high school sweetheart uh, in a very Richie Cunningham style. But hopefully mm-hmm. their fa- hopefully this is not a traditional family naming convention because her name is Cheryl Alley. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
Well, thankfully, that is the end of my Ron Howard trivia because yes. I could not imagine anything <laughs> topping that uh, particular image. So I was like, Ali by the Carlisle Hotel. Yeah. Um, well, that, that's all I had for 127. All right. Uh, I guess, Nelly, you got anything else from it in 127? I don't. Did you go through counting all the uh, Ella's in the uh, in the credits? Yes, there were okay. zero. <laughs> anti We sure about so far. You guys have a good ten minutes left, right? So okay. Yeah. Yeah. Keep totally. your eyes peeled. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll do that. Um. All right then. And so, um. We will also keep our eyes peeled for our friends over at MoviesByMinutes.com. Now that the season is getting close to an end, you're going to need something to fill that void in your life. And uh, if Godfather Minute or ABCDTOS slash DEVO don't do it for you, go to MoviesByMinutes.com. I'm sure you can find some movie there you're interested in. A bunch of people cracking wise about it one minute at a time. So uh, go do that and then go here tomorrow on another Star Wars Minute. Here tomorrow. Star Wars.